At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Good to have you on board here early on a Monday morning. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans, who is filling in for Polly Howard. Polly is taking some time off as we are in uh, downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is the spot at the Circa Sportsbook. We'll talk some college football with Brett McMurphy coming up in about five minutes. And uh, it's the middle of June already. Like before you know it, it's going to be July 4th, right? Don't we get media days here coming up pretty soon for college football? Football season's right around the corner, man. You yeah. can smell it. We were talking about this. I think it's great the way the hockey and the NBA playoffs have the schedules have changed this summer because it bridges the gap. It's so good. Sports betters. It's basically going to get us most of the way to football season. Right there, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we have the NBA draft on like July 28th or something like that. Yeah. And it's like August, preseason football. Okay, here we go then. Um, do you think the Golden Knights will touch $3 anywhere here in town today? The highest I see right now in Las Vegas is minus 280, and that's at William Hill. <laughs> I, I don't make a living predicting the uh, line moves in the hockey, yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me if a couple books in town, especially the books that take more square action, more public play, do get to $3 on this game because... If I've talked to 10 people in the past uh, few days about this Montreal-Vegas series, 10 have said they expect Vegas to roll. And that includes some guys who work in books, guys who are pretty sharp uh, hockey analysts. Nobody's really giving the Canadians a shot. That makes me want to give the Canadians a shot when uh, scenarios like that play out where it seems like a one-sided opinion 
And uh, Mitch, do we have a has, has anyone taken a survey on this? <laughs> well, how about the uh, experts at ESPN? <laughs> okay, fifteen people, right? Picking the uh, each series. Mm-hmm. Thirteen of them picked the Golden Knights. Mm, I thought it might be fourteen or fifteen. I was actually thinking it would be fourteen to one or fifteen to zero. Did they have a couple of Canadian prognosticators who yeah. came in on Montreal? They they very well could have. Barry Melrose, Knights and five. Steve Levy, Knights and six. Linda Cohn, Knights and six. John Bucci-Gross, Knights and seven. Okay. Okay. Well, they're actually expecting it to be a pretty good series. Then, if we go to six or seven. Series, yeah. Now, I do see on the series price, I do see pretty much everywhere, including here at Circa, I see the Golden Knights higher than $5, which, again, they're the biggest favorites mm-hmm. in this round since, like, 1990. You can get more than $4 on the Canadians right now to win the series. You know, don't forget, too, that the Golden Knights were this close to being down 3-0 in the series against Colorado. Yeah, Adams. they were. Yeah. I don't think this team's quite as dominant as the public perception at the moment. Uh-huh. Now, winning four in a row, it's pretty impressive against a team like the Avalanche. But what have the Montreal Canadiens done here? They've won seven straight in the playoffs. They haven't trailed in like a month. They've been, they know how to win games. So I, I think this is going to be a more competitive series than a lot of people locally believe. Yeah, it's, at some point, and I, look, I have the Canadiens on a – I totally forgot about this. I have them at 25-1 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to add more or not, but at some point, if this keeps going up, and we're talking about it, I can get plus 250 or – Higher than four dollars in this. I don't know if I want to add more, but that, it's so it's insane how high the numbers are. Well, think about what you might be able to grab it for a series price if Montreal loses game one. Oh, no kidding, yeah. no kidding. Uh, we'll talk college football with Brett McMurphy coming up next. Here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. 76 series without Danny Green for the remainder of their Eastern Conference semifinal series with Atlanta after suffering a strained calf in Philadelphia's Game 3 victory. Today, the 76ers laying three and a half of the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, 225 and a half the total. Clipper is down two games to one to the Utah Jazz, a four and a half point home favorite at the Staples Center, 224 the total. Semi-final round of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Game one today, the Vegas Golden Knights, a $2.80 favorite at home against Montreal, plus 240. The total, five and a half, shaded to the under at the T-Mobile Arena. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. This Sunday is Father's Day, and it's time to get Dad some great VEASAN gear. We've got hats, shirts, and mugs with the VEASAN logo, or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about. And it's not under until it's over. Get your dad something he really wants this year. Visit the VSIN store today and find the perfect gift at vsin.com slash store. That's vsin.com slash store. Let's talk some college football here with uh, Brett McMurphy with Stadium Network. He is kind enough to take some time out of his Monday morning and join us here on VSIN. Brett, it's good to talk to you again. How are you today? 
Hey, great. Good to talk to you guys again. How is uh, your summer going in terms of uh, how busy you are covering this sport compared to previous years? Has, has it been busier than ever just because of now we we found out last week that the uh, committee wants to go from four teams to possibly 12 at some point, and then also keeping track of the transfer portal? That's like a full-time job all by itself. <laughs> yeah, actually, the last summer was, was busier in a different way because, mm-hmm. you, you know, every literally every day, uh, you know, there was news coming out. A conference was canceling its season. No, then they were rescheduling. They renewed conference games only. You know, we didn't know if we were going to have a season. The season was going to be canceled. Then it was going to be moved back. And so, yeah, it's it's a different kind of busy. It's it's. I don't think it's quite NFL level like yet, but it uh, it is becoming uh, you know a, a year round job. But it's a it's a different kind of busy and a different kind of excitement because we know we're going to have a full season. We're going to have some big non-conference games, um, and hopefully everything will be back to normal uh, this year. Yeah, well said. Let's go back to last week then. What was your initial reaction? And I'm sure that you probably knew about this before this anyway, but when you first started to like hear the rumblings that you know the powers that be want to go from four and expand it by like 2023, but then to go from, like, let's forget about six or eight, let's go right to 12. Do you like this idea? You know, initially I thought, like everyone else, they would just go to eight. Because, in fact, you know, last year I reached out to all of 130 mm-hmm. athletic directors and nearly 75% wanted an 18 playoff and only 11% wanted to go bigger than eight. So certainly they had a change of mind that bigger was better. And actually I see why they did it, and I think it makes sense. By going to 12, um, again, there's no automatic bids. The SEC, the ACC, uh, the Big Ten, they are not guaranteed a bid. And so how they how they worked around that, as you guys know, is the top six conference champions automatically get a bid, and then the next six at-large teams. So basically that takes care of the group of five. Um, the group of five will be guaranteed at least one team. Actually, last year, if this would have been in place, the Group 5 would have had two, Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. while the Pac-12 would have got left out. So this gives the Group of 5 the chance to show if they actually belong. They'll, they'll get their chance. Will they go, you know, will they be like a 16 seed and only have, you know, one win over the next uh, 20 years? We'll have to find out. But at least they don't have an opportunity to, to show what they can do in the playoff. And um, the one thing that jumped out at me, as far as this 12-team format is, we know how great Alabama's been, obviously, in the last decade. But if you look at the last seven years, if this 12-team format would have been in place, the Big Ten actually would have had more playoff teams with 20 than the SEC, which would have been 19. And in fact, two of those seven years, the SEC only would have got one team. Hmm. And I think that's kind of surprising. The Big Ten would have had multiple teams in every year of the playoff. Now, it doesn't mean the Big Ten's the best conference, but I think we are going to look at conferences a lot differently going forward because now when a team wins the, the championship, you hear about how great that conference is. You kind of forget about how deep that conference is. And now I think you know we may look at conference depth a little bit differently when you have more teams from more leagues getting in this 12th team format as compared to the four team. You know, Brett, when I looked at this, I think a lot of people looked at it and said, uh, well, this is just going to mean more spots for the Power Five conferences. More SEC, more Big Ten teams are going to be in the playoff. And most years, I believe, I would say three out of four years, we're going to see 11 of the 12 spots filled by uh, Power Five conference teams. But 
Do you think it does give the uh, the little guy a little bit more hope that uh, they could get two teams in here and they can kind of sell that hope that, uh, hey, there is a real chance you're going to get a fair shake and more of a chance to get in the playoffs? Do you think that's legit? Yeah, absolutely I do, Matt. But, Matt, yeah. first, uh, you know, look, you and Brady and Wes – 53 more in a row, and you're, you're like DiMaggio, man. Jesus. <laughs> Who you like in the U.S. Open this week? Hey, we'll, we'll get into that on tomorrow's show. Tune in tomorrow, Brett. We will have our U.S. Yeah. Open picks. Yep. Hey, congrats, buddy, Thanks, um, on Sunday. But, no, you're right. And, you know, like last year, the perfect example. You know, Oregon at 25 was a top-ranked Pac-12 champ. You know, there was one. There was certainly a lot of different models. One model was, well, it would be automatic bids to the – the Power Five Conference champions. Well, that's not the case. If your if your conference champion is not among the six highest ranked conference champions, uh, then you're not getting in. So yeah, I think it opens the door that we could have multiple Group of Five teams. And also, if you're a Group of Five, I, you know who benefits the most from this, Matt? I think is the Group of Five overall because now to get into look, they were never going to get into a fourteen playoff. You can give me any scenario you want; they are never going to get in. But what happens now with the 12-team format, we'll say Boise State, we'll say UCF, whoever your favorite group five team is. You don't have to be better than Alabama. You don't have to be better than Ohio State. You don't have to be better than Oklahoma. All you have to do is be the best of the rest of the group of five. Because if you win your conference and you're better than the Sun Belt champ or the Conference USA champ or the American champ, whatever league it is, you're in the playoff and then you've got a shot. You've got as good a shot as anybody else to win this thing. And I think long-term, what may happen is, I think this may put more pressure on the middle-tier Power 5 schools, Mm -hmm. the teams that aren't the Oklahoma, Alabama, Ohio State, because you know what? You know how fans are. So we get five or ten years down the road, and you're going to have schools like, uh, you know, we'll say Tennessee and Pittsburgh and whatever your middle-of-the-road Power 5 team is, their fan base is going to go, we've never been to the college football playoff. You know, we can't get there because we're not one of the top two or three teams in the Big 12, the SEC, the Big 10. And they're looking and going, you know, we can't get into the playoff, but UCF's been in the playoff twice. And Boise State got to the semifinals. And Coastal Carolina's been in twice. Why can't we get in? We need a new coaching change. I think that's something to watch, you know, a few years down the road. Um, but, no, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I think the biggest beneficiary of this is, no doubt, the group of five overall. That's a great point. And, I, I, you know, some teams came to mind as you were saying that, Brett, mm-hmm. like the uh, the middle of the pack, power five teams. You brought up Tennessee. Oh, no doubt. If, I, like, if that program yeah. can't turn it around, if they uh, are on the outside sitting, uh, looking in all the time, oh, the pressure is going to get worse. Than, uh, how about Michigan. A program yeah. like that? Yeah. I mean, forget about it. Then I, I have no idea how a guy like Jim Harbaugh would possibly survive that. Well, Michigan's lost about 15 straight to Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, what is it now, Brett? How many how many games in a row now has Michigan lost to Ohio State? I lost count. Almost as many uh, PGA winners as you can <laughs> on Sunday. But no, yeah, real quick. I mean, real quick. I mean, it's it's going the group of, again, you're competing with, with um, you know, 65 teams. But the group of five, the group of five teams will have an easier path to get into the playoff than say a Michigan or a Tennessee or somebody like that because you know they've got to be better than Penn State or Ohio State or Wisconsin or whatever. And if they're not, 
they're not getting in the playoff. Mm-hmm. It's also, you know what, uh, good for the Pac-12, I guess, because they're going to have an appearance moving forward as well as we go to 12 teams because they've only had two overall, oh, yeah. and it feels like it's been forever since a team from the Pac-12 made the playoff. Well, again, you look at the, at the past seven years um, of the Power Five, the Pac-12 and the ACC would have had the fewest playoff teams with 11. And you hear the ACC, maybe that's a surprise, maybe it's not. The Big 12 would have had tw- only 12, but again, Big 12 only has 10 teams, so I think that's, that's kind of misleading. But, um, you know, another thing, you know, we talked about how it's going to benefit the, the uh, Group 5. What else is going to happen is this is going to put even added pressure on the Power 5 conferences because Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 commissioner, talked about this last week. He said with the 14 playoff, he could not have anticipated how much pressure there was to get to a 14 playoff and how, how impactful it was when you didn't make the playoff. Because you keep seeing those advertisements every week on ESPN, who's in, who's out. And if your team's not mentioned, you know, you hear about that a lot on social media, and et cetera. So that's fine. So now you go to an expanded 12-team format. Look, if you're, not in the, if you're a Power 5 conference team and you don't make a 12-team playoff, nobody, you guys aren't going to be calling me to talk about, hey, who's in the playoff? You're going to say, what's wrong with this Power 5 conference? They couldn't make the playoff. And I think that's going to be amplified even more, which will crank up the pressure, which we'll have to see, you know, what the impact of that is down the road. Brett, we were talking about futures betting in college football, and it's almost non-existent. I mean, you don't look at the board beyond about six teams because you got Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, then occasionally in Notre Dame or Georgia yep. sneaks into the playoff. You got about six teams that got a legitimate shot to win. Now it opens things up where more teams could actually make the playoffs and have a shot. And I think this is going to be great for college football. Just I think it's sad that it took us so long to get to this point. Uh, this should have happened, I think, 15 years ago, but uh, things move at a glacier's pace in, uh, in college football. When uh, you look at the proposed playoff, Brett, what do you like most about it? What do you uh, what do you like the least? Uh, is there something you really dislike about the uh, the playoff proposal? I don't. I actually would say I don't dislike something a lot. I think that I think probably the biggest question mark or the, or the biggest negative is the fact that the quarterfinal games will be played at neutral site. Mm-hmm. So the teams that get the one that get the buys one through four. And they would play the winners of the five first 12 match matchups at a neutral site, so they don't have a game on campus. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about that. And the commissioner said, well, they want to protect the Bulls and the, you know, the long history of the Bulls and all that, mm-hmm. you know, while other people say, look, it's college football. The NFL doesn't play neutral sites in the quarterfinals. Right. Um, I would, I would look at that. I don't, I ultimately, I think they're going to stick with putting them in the bowl games, um, because of one thing: if if they did have a twelve-team system and the quarterfinals and the first round were at campus sites, that means you're looking at, at a Rose Bowl or Sugar Bowl, who used to get the, the conference champions from their respective conferences, or even a runner-up when the fourteen playoff was in place. If you had a twelve-team format in place. The Rose Bowl is going to be getting a four or five loss Big Ten team. That's the first team that would be available. There's no way in hell the granddaddy of them all is going to go for that. No. Um, 
The other thing, real quick, is Notre Dame. A lot of people have said Notre Dame got screwed in this deal. Because they're an independent, they can never get a top four seed. They could go 12-0, and be ranked number one by the college football playoff selection committee. But when the seedings come out, they can be no higher than number five. I actually think it helps Notre Dame. And the reason why is they don't have a conference championship game. They only play 12 games. Notre Dame is not stupid. They know if they finish in the top four, they're going to host a first-round game. They've got to get the additional revenue of another home football game. While that probably will be split up among the college football playoff as far as the actual ticket revenue and those sort of things, the economy of, of South Bend will get a huge bump because they have an additional playoff game. And Notre Dame realizes, look, we don't have a conference championship game. So in a weird way, the first-round playoff game is kind of their quasi-conference championship game. That's their 13th game. Then you get two weeks off during the quarterfinals, and let's see what happens. So they get the best of both worlds. If they're not in the top 12 and not in the playoffs, they still get an ACC bowl game. The uh-huh. people who think Notre Dame's going to rush to join the ACC because of this, because they won't get a bye, they're sadly mistaken. Notre Dame will not join a conference until the world ends. Yeah, no uh, kidding. That's actually a great explanation because I, I was reading the same thing he said. A lot of people saying, no, Iris, you're getting screwed. Brett, just explain no, why they're not. I, no. yeah, yeah. That's I great. Yeah. I yeah. Awesome stuff, Brett. Hey, it's a lot of fun to talk college football with you in June and get excited about this. By the way, Matt, oh. be in touch with Matt this week. He's going to be down. He's going to have a lay of the land at Torrey Pines at the U.S. Open. He'll be there in person. <laughs> hey, I'm setting my alerts on all this tweets and radio appearances <laughs> in the next 72 hours. <laughs> Smart move. Uh, thanks, Brett. We appreciate the time. Hey, guys. Anytime. Enjoyed it. Be good. Yep. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Brett underscore McMurphy. That's a great point he made Dame about Network. Notre Dame. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. Like, it was like everything that I saw last week, doomsday for the fighting Irish. Can't get a top four seed. Uh-huh. Uh, he just right? explained really? why it's a positive for Notre Dame. And uh, obviously, uh, the Irish... Uh, Irish athletic department officials had thought this thing through and said, no, this is okay. Well, I like what he said at the very end. Like, mm-hmm. it, the world will, will end first before they join a conference. Yeah, for years I thought Notre Dame might join the Big Ten. Never happened. It's not going to happen. No. Notre Dame's not going to. They want the scheduling versatility. Actually, uh, you know, last year with Notre Dame and the ACC uh, in football because of the way everything happened, did you like that or not? I, I kind of did, actually. It worked out pretty yeah. well last year because Notre Dame was so good and it was Notre right. Dame-Clemson. But I think I also, in, the, in, the, in the big picture in the long run, I prefer Notre Dame to be independent. Yeah, and I also might be skewed just because of what we were up against last year. Right. And so I just wanted as much college football as possible. No about it. And the fact that they were... type of season. Exactly. So I was like, hey, this is actually kind of neat that we're getting Notre Dame in a conference this year. But if you actually strip that season away, I probably do prefer... And I've never been a Notre Dame fan for one second of my entire life. But they're, I mean, when when they're good at college football, like they have a fan base like all across the no country, doubt. and it's like, you no. know, the ratings are good. Betting How good was that Clemson-Notre Dame game in South Bend? Oh, my God, that was, you know, one of the better games Incredible you're going to see. Yeah. Uh, okay, so as we're on this note then, I'll run this by you. How many teams can realistically make the playoff this year in college football? We'll run down some of the teams. This year. Yeah, this year. This year. The with only list. four teams. Yeah, right. We'll do that coming up.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Today from the YachtTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino, YachtTrader.com. Download the free YachtTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses and find in-game tracking tools at the website YachtTrader.com. So we just spent a good 15 minutes talking college football with Brett McMurphy. Fun spot with him in the previous segment. And uh, very exciting. to The idea, right, the prospects of going to a 12-team playoff it feels aggressive, right, to go from 4 to 12. Like, I think 8 might be really good, but I'm going to be on board for 12. I know yeah, I will Yeah, for a long be. time, I was like, yeah, I said, 8's plenty. 8's enough, right? Yep. And uh, But the more I look at it, why not 12? It brings so many more teams into the picture in terms of, if you think about the last two months, 
of the season. How many teams feel like they're alive to possibly get a playoff spot? Sure. This can be a great thing for the sport. Because right now, halfway through the season, you're like, well, there's uh, maybe seven or eight teams that have a shot to get in. Yep. And you know that Alabama's going to be one, Clemson's going to be one, probably Ohio State. Well, okay. (laughs) It's been so inclusionary that I think uh, now when you look at the future of college football, you can actually be somewhat optimistic and say, okay, now we feel like we almost have a real tournament. Yeah, and I went looking for, like, yes, no playoff numbers mm-hmm. at sports books this weekend happen this year though yeah I, I couldn't find any so we'll just like based on national title odds like how many teams do you think can realistically make the college football playoff mm-hmm. this year like at the very top Alabama's around three to one to win the title uh Clemson for sure Ohio State no doubt Oklahoma mm-hmm. those are the top four teams very strange to see Alabama Clemson Ohio State and Oklahoma at the top of the list I'm telling you this is not it's not good how is, year how is this good for the sport year after year after year not good for the sport it just it is occasionally you get Georgia LSU maybe a Notre Dame that's about it can Georgia make the playoff they could yeah sure they could a team like that could I don't think LSU could I think LSU's up against it again this year probably no, I don't think LSU's realistic uh, Texas A&M, no, people are we'll super excited no. about the Aggies. I'm not. Yeah. Um, on that note, people are ridiculously excited about Iowa State. But maybe. I'll say Iowa State's got a shot. Yeah. yeah. Like, they have a lot of returning guys. But then you get you, you get into the discussion of, will the Big 12 get two teams yeah. in the uh, four-team field? Is the Big 12 going to get Oklahoma and Iowa State? Mm-hmm. No. It's probably not. Probably happen. not. So that means that, what, Iowa State, worst-case scenario can lose one time in the regular season, then probably will have to beat Oklahoma we'll in the Big 12 Oklahoma. title game. Got to beat the Sooners. Yep, like that would have to happen. And then you know what? Even if Iowa State, even if they're undefeated in the regular season and they lose the Big 12 title Out. game, Out. I would say that they're Not probably... in the playoffs. Right. Notre Dame, there's no Ian Book this year. They lost, obviously. I, don't, I think Notre Dame's going to take a step back. I know Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director, said he lowered Notre Dame's power rating. About eight points in the end of last season. Notre Dame's wow. not a realistic playoff team this year, no. Yep. Uh, Florida, they lost a lot, my God. I actually think Florida could be a sleeper. Okay. I'm going I'm to say Florida has a shot. Okay. So, Florida, we talked about LSU. Texas, year one, Steve Sarkeesian. Well, it's a little too soon, even I though I think so. Texas has got some talent. I think Texas is uh, going to be pretty good this year, but playoff, playoff team, playoffs? 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 Mm. Probably not. Can a team from the Pac-12... Could USC, could Oregon, could uh, I think like USC's, that? I think USC's got a legit chance. Um, you, me, Paul Howard, I think we all agree that Oregon's coach, coaching situation is probably not playoff caliber. Not a big fan. Mario is going to find a way to screw it up. Yep. Uh, North Carolina? With Sam Howell back? Yes, def- definitely got a shot. I would agree but with again, that. again, you're talking about two teams in that conference. You're going to get Clemson and North Carolina in the playoffs? No, again, not going to happen. No. And then you get into like the ACC is not strong enough to get two teams, even though Notre Dame last year uh, was legit. Yep, uh, seems highly unlikely. I'm not even going to throw like a uh, group of five team out there. Doesn't make any sense. This to would be a great year it. to have an eight team playoff. It would be awesome. Or yep. twelve teams. And then you get into like the Indianas and the Iowas of the world. Indiana was a great story last year. No, those just are not playoff teams. Probably not. Indiana so, and Iowa are teams that can hope they. Or teams that legitimately hope they can win eight games would be a great season. Eight nine games would be 
eight, nine wins would be great for Indiana or Iowa. So I think we just said like around eight or ten teams can I, realistically I make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to go Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. That's four. Mm-hmm. Georgia. Georgia, five. Iowa State, Iowa six. Iowa State, six. You said Florida? Four to seven. North Carolina, eight. USC, USC nine. nine. I'm going to stop at nine. I'd say it'd be between about eight and ten teams. Yeah, and okay, I, that's I, fair. I, at I the most, it would be ten, right? Yes. And, and Matt, we might be overly optimistic right, right now, by right. the way. Like by not writing off every you if know, you have other 12 team. playoff spots, Mitch, you, you could actually say maybe 30 to 40 teams have a legitimate yep. shot to make the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Up next, at least one book has made him the new MVP favorites. The problem is, how healthy is he? Are a horse racing fan, and let's be honest, who isn't? First Bet is the place for you. With wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks, it's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website, all brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using promo code VEGAS100 today and get up to $100 match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. It's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code Vegas100. You bet the Mets on Friday night, yeah? Yeah, that was a sweat. As soon as Jacob DeGrom left the game after six, I said, here we go. Now's when the game starts. Yep, yep. The Mets got three runs in the bottom of the fifth, and DeGrom left after about 80 pitches with a, uh, a little bit of an injury. Hopefully it's not too serious. Uh, I don't think he's going to miss a start. Not that it's a big deal if he misses a start in June. Might be a good thing for him. But once DeGrom leaves the game, it's almost like Russian roulette with the Mets bullpen. Totally. It's funny how that works, right? As so- he's brilliant again. Six on innings, untouchable. One hit, ten strikeouts, right? Can't touch him. They look like they look like they're blindfolded at the plate talking about the Padres. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of the at-bats by Tatis. No chance against uh. DeGrom, right? They take him out. Because he has the flexor tendonitis, and right away what happens? The bullpen gives up two runs immediately. And you're like, okay, this is squeaky bum time now. Right? Like, it's like <laughs> I, I did cruising along, and of course, with the Mets and DeGrom, they're not going to give him a lot of run support, yeah. which they didn't again, but three's enough for but the they, guy. You know, three's pretty good. I was yeah. happy with three. Sure, sure. But when, once he leaves, you're uh-huh. like, oh, God, now i got to hold my breath here for the next hour to see what happens. But he did get the win, and he was brilliant again. He, he threw a. By the uh, way, he knocked in two of the runs. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had a, a, a two-run single to uh, help himself to a 3 nothing lead. Right now, I think you could say he's got a legitimate case to be MVP, not just Cy Young. He's got to be in that discussion. Well, I did actually see now at several books, including BetMGM here in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. they have now shifted the National League odds to make Jacob deGrom the shortest shot on the board. I don't yeah. know if he should be the favorite, but he should be in the top five. Points bet did it as well. Mm-hmm. I think he's plus 175 at points bet. Tatis is 3-1, to one, Acuna 4, and then there's a massive drop-off. And by the way, like some of the players in that list, Bryant, Castellanos, Winker, they're having insane seasons. But oh. here you have a pitcher, 
and so is Tatis and Acuna. Mm -hmm. Here is a pitcher now that is coming in, and he is probably having a better season than any of them. And Tatis has missed a bunch of games. He has 19 home runs, right? Well, that's the thing about Tatis. Right now, I I would actually say he is the MVP right now, and here's why. Uh, The the comment you just made, and uh, I was looking over his numbers last week, he's played in 49 games. He's played in, uh, let's see, he has missed, he's missed about 17 or 18 games. He's still got 19 home runs. Crazy. The guy is uh, lights out. He's got 13 stolen bases. All of his numbers across the board are pretty impressive. And uh, this is a guy who's missed about 17 games. So to miss that many games and have 19 home runs at this point for a team that's uh, obviously going to have a pretty good record and be in the playoff hunt at the mm-hmm. end of the year, I think Tatis is my favorite right now. Ronald Acuna Jr. might be the best player in baseball. With Mike Trout out, Acuna's Phenomenal. Yep. But the Braves are still languishing below 500, a disappointing team. I would make Tatis the favorite, maybe DeGrom the second choice, and Acuna the third choice. I think but. that's totally fair at this point. By the way, the Mets now minus $3 in that neighborhood to win. Mm-hmm. The National League East, the Braves still hovering around still plus 325. that price a little bit too high, man. Yeah, with, so with, do I. With three and a half months to go, yep. come on. I would I agree. And, and so DeGrom did not struggle, but we did see now – so some of the numbers coming back, hitting is has improved now over the last like well over the weekend, almost over like the last week. And I saw this tweet from Bob Nightingale, who said uh, this past week had the lowest spin rate of any week this season, and the impact is quite clear with batting averages up and strikeouts down. And then you saw certain pitchers who have been like linked to the spin rate, and what are they using? Do they have this spider tack? Uh, whatever it is called again that they're using on the baseball, doctoring it up. Sure. Trevor Bauer again with some struggles. He was bad. Corbin Burns had Bauer, like nine. Bauer's been bad in the he last has couple been. starts. Yes, yes. And this is like. Corbin uh, Burns finally uh, getting hit, walking uh, a couple guys. Walking more guys, exactly. <laughs> right. By the way, 92 pitches, I believe, through four innings. Yep. Right? So not exactly as efficient as he was for the first like 10 starts of the season. I'll tell you what, though. Jacob DeGrom was the same old DeGrom. Yeah, I don't think I don't we, know what the spin rate was if there was a difference on his pitches. I didn't see that reported. But that was the one guy in the past week who's actually looked no different than he was before this mandate came down about uh the spider tack yep. and the spin rate. Trevor Bowers looked bad. No good recently. So I'm not surprised he got at this. roughed up by the Rangers on Saturday. Yeah, the one the one guy who actually got better because while well, he sounded so dumb and so guilty in his press conference last Garrett week was Cole. Garrett Cole, but he struggled for like the the four starts before that one against the Twins. Mm-hmm. Boy, the Yankees have some issues, man. Oh, are they bad right now? Yankees are a bad baseball team. They're a flat baseball team as well. They p- played with no emotion yesterday. I thought it was typical Yankees. They had four hits. Uh, they were embarrassed uh, by the Phillies, and. Aaron Boone, we don't have time to get into this, but he totally misplayed the extra innings. We talked about this last week. What's the proper strategy, Mitch, uh, to play extra innings? So the Yankees so, are hitting first in the 10th first. inning. What do you do? I'm all, I'm all for a sack bunt. Move the runner to third. Get the guy over on third, and then if you can bring him in, sack fly, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? I'm totally okay with that. You know what the Yankees did, what Aaron Boone did? Nothing. They let Gio Urshela swing away. 
he hit a little nubber out in front of the in front of the plate. Was a infield ground out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never even moved the runner to third. And then what the Phillies do? Joe Girardi sacrificed with the first hitter, moving the runner to third. The Phillies end up winning the game with one out. They played the uh, strategy perfectly in the tenth inning. The Yankees did nothing. They played it like it was just another inning of the game. And I think Aaron Boone's got to be under uh, the on the hot seat, under the microscope, whatever you want to say, because the Yankees are playing like a a team with no emotion right now and not playing very smart. Nope. They're not as bad as the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, both those teams in action tonight. I mean, we are talking here. No, they're not that bad. Yankees are 33 and 32. Yeah, Yeah. bottom of the barrel teams like Diamondbacks. Look, I want to make the case for like two or three teams. by the way, 4-11 and in their past 15 games. Yeah, that's right. I think they're, what, second worst, or is that the worst overall mark in the American League Mm -hmm. in the last 15 games? And the Blue Jays had a great weekend. Vlad with three home runs in three days. And actually, the Red Sox are taking money at this point. Avaldi's up to like more than $1.20 right now against the Blue Jays. Up next, we'll, we'll stay on baseball. From, I want to ask Matt a bunch of questions. If a pitcher with really good numbers throws two no-hitters in the same season, shouldn't he automatically become a Cy Young favorite? But what if he loses that no-hitter like in the seventh inning? We'll talk about that coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com. In New Jersey, you must be 21. Again, download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today, betrivers.com. Here we go. Time to ask Matt a bunch of different questions oh, man, here. These are going to be tough questions. Yeah, you're going to be you're on the hot seat, Matt. Okay. You are right wow. now. Uh, well, well, we were on baseball last segment. We'll stick with that right now to, to begin. So Carlos Rodon has a no-hitter on the season already. He took one into the seventh yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was getting good. He finally gave it up. His final line, seven innings, one hit, two walks, and earned a run in nine Ks. On the year now, he has a 1.89 ERA, and on the season, his whip is 0.84. Really good numbers. If a pitcher throws two no-hitters, he didn't, and he hasn't yet, but he's getting close here. Shouldn't he automatically become the favorite to win the Cy Young? Well, it depends what he's done in his other starts. But he's His numbers are awesome. His numbers are great across the board. I, I don't I can't see automatically should be the favorite to win the Cy Young, but I think uh, he's he's in that top two or three. He'd have to be. Yeah. Now he lost it yesterday in the seventh inning, but it's like I think people would have said with two no hitters now he's got to win the award. Well, there's no shame in losing <laughs> a no hitter in the seventh inning right. and being spectacular again. Uh, he's got stiff competition <clears throat> though. He's got well Bieber was roughed up yesterday. Cole is the favorite. Glasnow goes today. He's been really good. Yeah. The one thing is I don't want to overreact to or debate these type of awards too much at this point in the season, especially with pitchers, because sure. I think we're going to see a lot of things change with pitchers I over think the so next too. couple months. Yep. And how do you predict which pitchers are going to make uh, make it work, Man. find a way to make it work, or which pitchers are going to get exposed the most because they can't cheat like they were previously? Sure. Right now, it looks like Trevor Bauer is going to be a guy who's not going to be able to make it work. He's definitely one of them for sure. He's on the list. Burns might be another one, by the way. Corbin we Burns, about. Yeah, yeah, not too optimistic be. about that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you really do have to analyze that situation and maybe take your best educated guess. And uh, Jacob DeGrom can make it work. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think DeGrom is a cheater anyway. You know, you watch him pitch, and... I've always felt like Garrett Cole has been on the on the shady side mm-hmm. since since he was in Houston. And when the Yankees signed him to that $324 million deal, I said, what's going to happen if they crack down on cheaters in baseball? 
Are the Yankees going to say, "Wow, maybe we shouldn't shouldn't have given uh, Garrett Cole three hundred and twenty million"? Yeah, no kidding. No uh, kidding. He's not going to be the same type of pitcher. He's still been pretty good, and he was great in his start last week against the Twins. But this is something you got to watch over the next couple months. Yep. See which pitchers uh, get exposed. So, congrats to you again yesterday. You hit Garrett mm. Higo at fifty to one to win the Palmetto Championship. Prestigious Palmetto. Absolutely. Not asking for money figures here, obviously. But how do you typically, like with unit sizes, how do you spread out the bet sizes that you make every week on a golf tournament? Is it to win the same amount? Or? I'll, give, I'll even give you dollar amounts. I don't care. A lot of people wouldn't do that, but I'm not trying to hide anything. Huh? I said last week this was just going to be small bets for me. Sure, was, sure. Uh, we talked, I said this is going to be a long shot tournament. Have some fun with it. Try to play some long shots and see what it hits, see what sticks. And um, what's interesting about uh, last week's tournament, and uh, we, we talked with John Avello about this, and Jeff Seeley. The top two favorites were DJ and Kepka. And we, we surmised they probably didn't give a damn mm-hmm. about this tournament mm-hmm. with the U.S. Open on deck, so you could try to beat the favorites. And I, I talked to a couple of golf uh, betters who said, yeah, I don't like this tournament. I'm not going to play it. I said, well, why not play it? Why not play some long shots? I put $50 each on four long shots, and that's it. I okay. just put 200, 200 in on the tournament. And uh, obviously, the fifty-dollar bet on Garrett Garrett Higo at fifty to one paid off. It's a nice little winner. It's not not a big, uh, not a big ticket to cash, but uh, you pick up a couple thousand dollars on something like that. Uh, made the tournament worth playing. Sure, right? rather than just you know taking a pass like the I other people say, well, I'm about. Sure. Pass this week. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice hit. Absolutely, it is. Um, good tweet from uh, Wes Reynolds here. Uh, but typically, go- uh, to answer your question too, like in the U.S. Open this week, I'll definitely have. One play that's bigger than the a couple plays are bigger than yeah, the others, yeah. and then on the long shots, like I know you'll play some long shots, and I will too. We'll play some of these guys in the triple digits. Yeah, those will be you know small bets. Uh, I'll have bigger bets on guys like Colin Morikawa, Xander yep. Shoffley, guys like that. Uh, quite a bit more money on the, on those guys than I will on the longer shots. Yeah, like so far I have Brooks Kepka Kepka twenty to one. That's a much bigger bet than sure. my bet on Sam Burns at two hundred to one. Exactly, obviously. Yeah. Um, good tweet from Wes Reynolds on uh, the fight card on Saturday night when he said Nate and Nick Diaz need to go fight the Paul brothers and make some money. <laughs> He's right. Here. He is right. I thought this is a great tweet from Wes. I read that and I said, man, Wes nailed it right here. Because did you listen to uh, Nate Diaz's presser? Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. After the fight? Yeah. He could barely put a sentence together. It's rough. It is rough. He might as well make as much money as he possibly can because I don't know how many fights he has left in the UFC. Although I'm not sure it, he should be able. Well, I, I tell you what, he finished that strong, uh, that fight strong. You can't put that guy away. No, I, I I was impressed by the way he fought at the end. But how about that? I, I love the idea of the brothers fighting. Oh the yeah, Diaz brothers against the Paul brothers. Uh-huh. I think Wes is on to something. Wes should promote this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he's watched a lot of wrestling in his life. He probably could tell <laughs> he you could, exactly. Yeah, he, could, he could orchestrate the promotion. Yep. There's no question. Let, let me run this by you. Uh, shout out to everybody watching on Nesson this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw this in the Cape Cod Times, if you could believe this. Um, headline, I was completely inside. Lobster diver swallowed by humpback whale off Provincetown. I so this guy's 56 years old. He goes out, he dives for lobsters, mm-hmm. right, for a living um, with his boat, has a couple of kids, and 
he told the paper, he actually, he's alive and kicking to tell about it, to talk about the story. And there's a picture of him in the Cape Cod Times in the hospital, the thumbs up. He's like, he's down it near the bottom, right? He's about 10 feet away from the bottom of the floor. He said, all of a sudden I felt this huge shove. And the next thing I knew, I was completely black. Um, I could sense I was moving and I could feel the whale was squeezing inside the muscles uh, of his mouth. He thought he was in a shark at first, but then he never felt any teeth. And he could feel like the muscles of the tongue and the mouth of the whale. Oh, and because yeah. he, he's, a, he's a big fella mm-hmm. and he had his scuba gear on, it didn't take well to the, to the, to the whale. Right. So the whale starts to surface and he's shaking his head. All of a sudden he, he throws the guy out right. and the guy resurfaces. And somebody there like around in one of the other boats saw this happen. They were like, what? what? Are you kidding me? Went over. Did he spit him out like out of the water? I think as the whale was surfacing, the way it sounds in the story, at that point, yeah. then got to the top and then spit him out. Do you think if he did not have the scuba gear on, the whale just would have Probably would have been yeah. able to take care of him, yeah. Right. right? Scuba it, gear saved his life. Where would that rank? I mean, that is the ultimate win some, lose some. Where would that rank in terms of like your biggest fears? Uh, I never thought about that before. Being swallowed by a whale? Yeah. Yeah, I never thought about that one. So it doesn't rank in the top ten. Can you imagine what it was like for that 30 or 40 seconds? Not really. You're a no. goner. It's kind of hard to imagine. It, it really is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, put yourself in his shoes for a second no. here. I mean, that is... People from landlocked states have a great fear of sharks. Yeah. Right? It's very true. Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana. Uh-huh. Yeah. My brother uh, from Indiana has got a... He's terror. He is uh, frightened the hell of sharks. Of sharks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He won't even go out and, like... Three feet water in the ocean. He won't. No. That's it? He's scared to death of sharks. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not really that scared of sharks. <laughs> I go way out in the ocean. I do do not like uh, king cobras. Uh, that's like my biggest fear. Those, That'd be scary. Those things scare the crap out of me. Yeah. Can you imagine like uh, laying on your cot and you wake up and the king cobras over your... That's one of my Hovering biggest over fears. your face? That's one of my biggest fears. Yeah. <laughs> the king cobra freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> that that's yeah, it's right up there, no doubt. Yeah, because yeah, I get, I do get claustrophobic in some situations, uh-huh. like the idea of being buried alive, or like this. Yeah, I never want that to happen. No, <clears throat> no, or the whale thing. Uh, we'll end on a much more positive note. This guy's alive though, off the uh, again Cape Cod news with that story. Good for him. Glad that he could make it. Uh, that's what you call a lucky break. Yes, it is. I yeah. would say that uh, that's yeah, that's your lottery Opposite ticket right a bad there. Beat. Yep. You must be super stoked for this if the rumors are true. Uh, I love Kingpin. And Bobby Farrelly has been on the show before. Hello, Bobby. Hope uh, everything is well. We've got to get him back on. We have to get him on. Maybe we'll have him talk about this. Can he confirm the rumors or not? Evident- according to reports, there's no script yet. There's no cast. But it appears as if uh, the Farrelly brothers might be kicking around the idea of Kingpin, the sequel. Oh, man. Best bowling movie ever made. One of the best sports movies I've ever seen. Oh, Ernie McCracken, Roy Munson. Bring him back. Could, I'm not could, joking. I love that movie. Could you possibly <laughs> make the movie with no Bill Murray or Woody Harrelson? That'd be tough. Those guys were so good. Yep. Nah, you you got to get those guys. You have to. got to get them. Now, Randy Quaid bringing him back at this point, I'm not so sure. I think he... You uh, can do it without him. Yeah. You have to have Woody. You have to have Murray. I think Quaid said pretty much he's done with acting. Okay. Um, no, they could make it without him. Yeah. But Big Earn, you got to bring Bill Murray. You got to have back. Roy Munson. You got. Hey, I have to have Ernie McCracken. You have to have those two guys. Do you still laugh out loud when you watch a movie uh, to this day? Well, I haven't seen it for. I watched it last year. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, laugh out loud. Love that. <laughs> it's hilarious, man.
Can you I watch Bad News Bears again over the weekend. I laugh out loud every time I watch that. The original or the new one? The original. Yeah, the original is really yeah. good. All I the math out. I didn't mind Tatum O'Neill. Yeah, huh? the other. I didn't mind the newer one with a bit Billy Bob Thornton. I thought it was okay. Actually, never watched it. It wasn't bad. Um, I can't believe Kingpin was released 25 years ago. Are you serious? It was made in 1996. 25. I would have guessed like 15 tops. That's crazy to me. Time flies, man. It really does. But that is what you're right. Absolutely, it's one of the best sports movies. One of the best comedies of all time. They hit that out of the park. Uh, up next, what the numbers look like for tonight's slate of games, including updated series prices in the playoffs, here on Follow the Money, It's Feast, and the Sports Betting Network. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.